You're listening to The S-Rank on the Triple S Studios Podcast Network. Well, hi, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of The S-Rank. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm your host, William. And today, our special guest is Rachel Tavener, and she is on the show purely because she is my best friend, okay? Um, So I hope you're prepared for an episode of shenanigans and tomfoolery. When was the last time you guys saw each other? Uh, That would be the live stream for the giveaway. Yeah. Oh, right. You won that. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I still haven't sent it over yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One day, one day. I I will send it over soon. Um, I was just uh, very uh, poor and I figured since you won, you wouldn't mind waiting a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, well, university's been so crazy that I totally don't mind waiting until after exams and midterms and stuff. So Yeah, by the time you get it, the game might be fixed. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. There you go. That's 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 the bonus of it. That's great. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So, yeah. Rachel, um, we're so excited to have you on. I'm so excited um, because, you know, obviously you're my uh, fake cousin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obligatorily. <laughs> yes. Uh, how do you uh, what does it feel like to be the second Rachel on the S rank? I feel honored <laughs> that the first Rachel was so awesome. So my pre- predecessor, precedent. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, where's my English? Um, yeah, no, it feels really good. I hope I can keep up the Rachel charms and <laughs> make it enjoyable for everyone else. Um, yeah, well, um, you're doing a great job so far. Obviously, our first Rachel was a lot to live up to, so yeah, <laughs> no pressure. I know, that's why I'm like, I will fight hard. <laughs> um, so I always tell this story, but since you're the guest, um, let's hear it from you. How did you and I meet for the very first time? Okay, this is a long, this is a fun one. Um, this is a fun one. So we met quite a number of years ago at an anime convention in Vancouver. Um, mm-hmm. Anime Revolution was its name. And we were both dressed in Death Parade cosplay. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. attended the convention in our Death Parade cosplay. Um, you being Clavis and... Uh, Ali was Chiyuki, and then I was Deckham, and we met up on Facebook through, I think, what was it, like, the <laughs> yes. Anime Revolution Facebook, like, chat where you, or not chat, where you could, like, post, you know, oh, I'm going to be doing this cosplay. Yeah. And, yeah, and like... we started talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. It, it, I mean, like, what a weird way that, like, probably couldn't happen in this day and age with the pandemic and everything. Um we literally just I, I put a post out on Facebook, you responded to it, and then the rest is history, essentially. Wasn't it like a do you want to go get pictures together if anyone yeah, else? Yeah, I was just like, I will cosplay. be Clavis at Death at uh, Anime Revolution. If anyone else is doing Death Parade cosplay, why don't we meet up for a photo shoot? And then you and, were just yeah. like, Wow, actually, we are Death Parade as well. <laughs> so, um and then, yeah. yeah, it was history. So crazy, though, because that show is literally only one season. <laughs> and, yeah. like, this was back in, like, what? Like, oh, 2015? I mean, 20... technically we have Death Billiards, too, right? Well, that was, yeah, that's, like, a short film, though, isn't it? I think it's, like, two episodes or something like that. It's, like, oh. from before Death Parade. Something like that. So we have, like, one and a half seasons of Death Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Like half a movie, you know. Damn good show, though. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, it, it was good at the time. It really fed my uh, depressed teenager storyline that I was living with at the time. Um, <laughs> edgy teenager vibes. Yeah, very edgy teenager vibes. Um, and Everyone of course, I wanted I wanted to be different, of course, than all the kids that were watching uh, Death Note. And so I was just like, <laughs> okay, well, yes, we'll, we're, we're going to stick with Death Parade. More classier, right? Definitely more classy. More classy. But I did end up watching Death Note later and... I, I also love that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, and then I think after we met, we just kept hanging out occasionally. We had like a few like downtown Vancouver just hangouts and then we started having sleepovers, which was fun. We had only one sleepover at your house uh, I, well, for my in, birthday in undisclosed city. <laughs> Um, I won't dox you here on the podcast, but, um, yeah. And then, yeah, we've just been great friends ever since. Um, but yeah, wonderful that you're here and we happen to have a lot of the same interests when it comes to video games. Um, you play a lot more multiplayer ones these days. What are some of the ones of like recent memory that you can think of that are like just super fun for you um yeah so recently my number one game has been uh, the dead by daylight series um which is an online multiplayer it's on every console i can think of including steam um which has been a lot of fun um although the community can be very overbearing and there are <laughs> definitely bugs to fix just like cyberpunk so i totally understand that um sort of thing but it's yeah, a really good game. I would recommend it to anyone out there who's looking for a new, um, something different that's multiplayer that's not simply just like an FPS shooter or anything like that. And have you, have you experimented with Among Us at all? I have, year? but I've only played a couple times. I'm really bad at it. I'm the person that comes out of the vent and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's Rachel. Uh, I just, I just honestly might hurt myself. I feel discouraged from playing lots of like online multiplayer games just because like I'll be the type to like start it and then like within like, I don't know, like five seconds I'll be like killed by someone else. (laughs) Just like, and I'm like, how do I survive long enough to like even progress in this game at all? Oh my goodness. Like, and you can tell when somebody's, you know, just a beginner versus um, been playing for, you know, 2000 hours plus. (laughs) Um, especially with the Dead by Daylight game, because you have to build up so many, like, different skills, and, like, you get different kind of, like, abilities. Um, and of course the, you know, first-time players aren't going to have anything, so they're not going to have anything to help them kind of beat the game. Whereas everyone else who's been playing a lot has, like, you know, massive head start, um, on the tasks and stuff, so it's pretty fun. William, have you been, have you ever played Dead by Daylight? I have not, but I've watched a lot of the content from there, because I I found it funny. Um... (laughs) Definitely. Uh, like, uh, I've seen a lot of creativity in the community, despite not playing it. Like, people using voice modulators to have a little bit of fun, mess with people when they're playing the murderer. Uh, I've seen a couple people make their voice really, really squeaky when they're playing, like, one of the actual survivors. So, whenever <laughs> they're running, you just hear this really high-pitched squealing, stuff like that. I-, I find that really entertaining, the ingenuity from games that allow people to voice chat in unique situations. But yeah, yeah. I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't actually played oh. it myself. Yeah. <laughs> or they uh, just crank their music up in the background and you're like, wow, thanks. Yeah, hot <laughs> mic in it. Yeah. Just love this tune. Oh, man. Um, yeah. 
so before we get into the main topic today, which is going to be, we're going to talk about <laughs> Animal Crossing, um, we had um, Diamond and Pearl remakes come out, or not come out, but be announced recently, and Diamond and Pearl is famous in the Taverner House for being the only uh, full Pokemon, well, the, no, not the only, but the first Pokemon game that you played through, right? Uh, no. What? <laughs> um, no, Uh-oh. that is not true. I played through a lot of games prior to that. Probably the first one I played through was the original Pokemon Blue. But are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I okay. I specifically, maybe I was uh, under the influence at the time, but I remember <laughs> having a conversation with you where you were just like, "Oh yeah, I remember Diamond Pearl. That was actually the first one I like stuck through the whole way." Oh. I'm not sure what I was on either at that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, no, I've played through a lot of them prior to. I think the one I was maybe talking about was Ruby, because I know I quit Ruby before I beat the Elite Four. Right. But I was able to beat Pokemon Blue when I was even younger, so I'm not sure. Um, what was and then you ended brain. up beating Omega Ruby. Or yeah, and you then had I had Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, I lost Ruby. Like I had it on the Game Boy Advanced, and then I lost it, and then I bought the Mega Ruby, and then I beat it, and I felt proud right. of myself. So, mm. <laughs> um, okay, then. Wow, this this really changes a lot of my head canon about you. <laughs> um, oh God! <laughs> just, just delete your entire question document. <laughs> yeah, all the questions went out the window. No, but yeah, I'm it, still open. <laughs> you you did play Diamond and Pearl though, right? At least yes, and I did beat it. Okay, and you did beat it. What What did you think on the list of like your favorite Pokemon games of all time? Where does Diamond and Pearl fall? Honestly, I would say Diamond and Pearl is probably my probably my fourth favorite game, and that's funny because isn't it the fourth gen? Yeah. Yeah. um, (laughs) Do you like them in order? Um. Actually, no. So (laughs) my favorite is probably second gen. Mm. Um, because I had Pokemon uh, Silver and then I had Soul Silver, um, probably so it'd be second gen, first gen, third gen, fourth gen. Interesting. And yeah. did and then did you play any of the fifth gen ones? Or uh, yeah, actually I've played all of them since. Um, but it did take me a while. Like there was definitely breaks in between playing like Sun and Moon, X and Y, Black and White wow. and stuff. So wow, okay. So yeah. my mind is just being. <laughs> My mind is being blown. Um, but thoughts? Uh, you saw the you saw the trailer for the Diamond Pearl remakes. What did you think? Um, at first, I think I kind of had the similar um, kind of not outrage, but just kind of it looked really weird. Um, so I felt like I didn't really know where they were kind of going with it, being the kind of cheapy style characters. Um, <laughs> but then I kind of then I kind of just took a step back and I said, you know what? Um, it's it's going to be more polished when it comes out. It's going to be fixed up. Um, this is just like, you know, halfway through the game. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm kind of open to trying the new style because we've kind of had more of the fuller cast, kind of like the fuller figured characters for the last few games. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going into it with an open mind. I'll still buy it. So, yes, I mean, we know we we all know how you feel about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And oh, Eevee. <laughs> I couldn't even get to like pallet town man (laughs) with let's go pikachu wow um yeah so is there any part of diamond and pearl that you remember like fondly and you want to see done well in the remakes Hmm. 
Mm, that's a good question. Well, I would like for them to definitely keep the underground mechanism um, because then I loved having my own little secret base um, in the middle of, I don't know, one of the tunnels and digging for uh, the different stones and stuff. But I also liked, um, I don't really remember this super clearly, but there was this mansion and I remember, like, I think it was like a haunted mansion or there was some, maybe it wasn't yeah. haunted, but there was like a big mansion under one of the cities. And I remember going there and like training my, my Eevees and then I wanted to get all the evolutions. Um, so I'm not sure if you could catch Eevees there or what it was, but there was well, something about Eevees. There's two places that could be the one that you're talking about. There's like okay. the haunted mansion, which is in like the forest. Like, I think it's called, I'd have to, hmm. it's called the old chateau, I think. And then, okay. And then, yeah, you can catch all like the ghost Pokemon in there and you can catch Rotom in there. And oh, then okay. the other one, I think, is called the Backlot Mansion. And oh, I think that it was one, the Backlot Mansion. That one has a bunch of, like, baby Pokemon that you can catch. That's what it was. So I did like the Haunted one, but I loved the baby Pokemon one. Do you catch Rotom in the old Chateau, or is it the abandoned building in Eterna? There's no abandoned building in Eterna. Doesn't... Okay, wait, wait. Where do you get the forms for Rotom? There's there's a place oh, that you get the forms. Yeah, is that that's in that's that is in a secret room that you can only get through an event in pla- in Diamond Pearl and Platinum. And then in every game since they just had like a Rotom room that you could go to without the yeah. needing the event. I think it's in like the Team Galactic room where you that like, sounds can right. change the Rotom forms. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure though. And then actually there is an abandoned building in Eterna but it's just like a house and then eventually once you beat the game po- uh, Professor Oak goes to live in there. Oh wicked I didn't even know that. But yeah <laughs> I, all these memories are just like coming back to me. <laughs> right game. you think of one thing and then it just all comes back. Yeah what Pokemon are you excited to see again in the remake and what do you think you'll have on your team? Oh gosh um, I don't necessarily know about what I'm going to have on my team because I'm I'm in a stage now where Every game I play, I don't want to have the same team as my last team. Um, I used to be that one person that would, like, always catch the same Pokemon. Yeah. So I'd be like, you know, I, like, I always want, like, a Growlithe or, like, I always want a Gyarados. But now I'm very open to a lot of different Pokemon. I really love the, the ghost types, though. Um, so I probably want to have, like, a team with more ghost and psychic types because I tend to kind of move toward them. Like, I love, like, Banette. Banette's probably, like, one of my most favorite Pokemon. Aww. Um... But I really hope that... Okay, this is kind of going back to your other question. I just really hope they do um, Cynthia justice. <laughs> yes, First of, of all, because I really don't want them to make her, like, Pokemon weak. And especially, like, I want them to kind of keep the same Pokemon, like, with Garchomp and everything. Um, yeah, because I kind of find that a lot of games tend to, when they're being remade, they kind of make it a little easier. Um, so I do hope that they keep the difficulty, or at least give you a choice even in difficulty the same yeah uh, yeah definitely like it's it won't feel like the original unless cynthia is as hard as it exactly. she is in the first game like oh my gosh how many times can i count like trying that over and over and over again uh so okay, wait <laughs> R- really really quick interjection and yeah also side note and i'm taking this slow so i can see my wavelengths for where i cut this later I don't have the questions, so I'm kind of freelancing it. Um, oh, yeah. I'm totally <laughs> making shit up as I go right now. Okay, cool. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I mentioned on the last episode 
the concept of having the cutscenes for yeah. uh for like cinematic parts like that. If they don't have one for Cynthia, I quit. Right. 100%. If uh, they can't do her justice if she's just a little chibi this time. Cuz I I've, yeah. I've been through it. I've seen it. I'm already terrified of the sprite art one. I'm not scared of the 3D one though. Unless she's standing full tall standing beside Garchomp, I am not fearing her. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, secondary question. What do you think of the addition of fairy type to Diamond and Pearl? Oh, that'll definitely be interesting. Um, it'll be kind of weird to see where they decide to put it in and fit it in because obviously they there's no fairy type gym leaders in that, um, in that game. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm kind of hoping that they take it on the route that maybe they add like you know, add additional things that weren't in the original game to it to kind of make sense of why there's fairy type or maybe an area, like another island or something where they could catch fairy types. Because, yeah, that's the thing when you go back, but you've already built the game, kind yeah. of like the lore up so much, right? Yeah. Uh, this one's for Aaron as well. What do you think of fairy types against Cynthia? Because fairy type kind of invalidates her team, doesn't it? That's what I was going to say. I was, okay, so like... A lot of the... Okay, since they introduced fairy types, they also changed a lot of normal types and gave them, like, an extra, like, fairy typing as well. And I don't know if those are the ones that you can catch before you go to Cynthia anyways. Um, So they're either going to have to... The first solution would be, like, not, like, have any fairy types leading up to Cynthia on the first way round anyways. Um, or they would have to give Cynthia a different Pokemon or a, give her Pokemon a steel or poison type move that would be able to counter fairy types as well. Um, so I would much rather prefer the first one, which is just like hold off on fairy types until the, until the post game, essentially, because there were lots of Pokemon in like the post game that you couldn't catch, uh, beforehand anyways. So why not just add fairy types to that? Or second, they will have to um, change Cynthia's team a little bit, which they do in every game anyways. But I I would really like to see her team being the same as the original. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was just curious. Do you guys think there's going to be um, like any a new type of like special evolution? I'm hoping they just bring Mega Evolutions back. They did it right the first time and then screwed it up. <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want Mega Evolutions in this game. Actually, wouldn't you want to be terrified of like Mega Garchomp? I know he's garbage, but like, imagine <laughs> they fix it and Cynthia pulls out Mega Garchomp. Yeah, could be a, I mean, a force to reckon with. That, that would be fun. I would be but, scared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Same. I, yeah, yeah. You're definitely not agreeing with me. Air, air your okay. grievances. Uh, <laughs> My grievances are is just I'm being whiny and I want <laughs> the original game. Um, but, you know, there's a gimmick in every single game with be it Mega Evolutions, Z-Moves, or Gigantamax. Um, Poffins. So, <laughs> Poffins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just if, if you bring back, I don't know, if you bring back one of those things, I, I, would, I guess I would want it to be Mega Evolutions over the other ones. Um... So yeah, that'd be cool. Interesting though that you bring that up because I think in Sun and Moon, 
you actually can fight Cynthia with Z moves and Mega Evolutions. And I think she has Mega Lucario instead of Mega Garchomp. I'm not 100% sure. But, oh, okay. uh, yeah. Really quick, I never really thought about this, but you know how Cynthia has, like, those little, like, black beads in her hair that kind of, like, dangle down, kind of like Lucario's? Yeah, Umbreon ears. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> why the... Why... I'm so confused. I, I see so many people pair her with her Garchomp, but isn't she technically slightly designed after Lucario because of those? The little black things? Yeah, yeah. right? I Yeah, that is a bit weird. Anyways. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I, I'm going to have to look at her design again. I might be completely wrong, but like... I mean, Lucario is probably more well-known, too, if you think about it. He's like in Smash, so... But I guess when the game first came out. Yeah, she's totally got those little things. I don't even know. I mean, it's pos- totally possible that they designed her team differently originally and they were going to have Lucario be her strongest. Yeah. And then they just didn't change her design after that. Yeah, very possibly. Hey everyone, it's William. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. If you are, consider following us on Twitter and Instagram at the S Rank Podcast. This week, I want to know what generation Pokemon game is your guys' favorite, and go look up videos of baby beavers. They're really, really cute. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Anyways, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. (laughs) Shifting gears. Um, Rachel, what was your first experience into the Animal Crossing series? Um, So my first experience was the Animal Crossing game on the GameCube, and... I just, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Because um, they all have a bunch of different ones. And that one was really fun because you had these little, um, those little creatures. What are they called? The cactus guys? Oh, gosh. The gyroids? Gyroids, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you had a bunch of gyroids. Uh, and then when you're digging, you could, like, dig them up. And then so your house could just be full of these gyroid creatures of, like, all shapes, colors, and sizes. And... Yeah, I was just really fun that way. I think it was a lot more simpler, so there wasn't, not necessarily that there wasn't a lot to do, but um, for like a younger a younger kid like I that was playing it, um, it was a lot more like accessible and um, easy to handle, easier to handle. Yeah, um, so that you're talking about obviously a feature that they don't really have in New Horizons, and mm-hmm. that's been one of the most valid, I think, critiques of New Horizons is that they don't have content that was available in the previous games. What do you think of that? Um, do you think that they're doing us a favor by slowly implementing more things that were in the previous games, or did you all want? Do you all want it like right away? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. Um... If I'm actually being real, I think it's probably better that they're implementing things slowly um, because I think that having it all at once doesn't really hold the the player's interest for as long. Um, so I kind of do see like their uh, strategical way of doing that, that they're kind of slowly integrating more and more things. Like the Brewster Cafe, I know, is something that people really want from some of the older games. Yeah. Um, so they're not kind of giving everyone everything just at the beginning. They're slowly trickling it so people continue to play it and continue to hype it up. So. Do you worry, though, that things that you liked in the previous games won't be added to New Horizons? I I guess I'm not super worried because, like, I think that every game in Animal Crossing has its own, like, pros and cons. And I think that if every game had everything that the last game had, then there wouldn't be, I don't know, it wouldn't be like, you wouldn't think back to your old game or play your old game again and think, wow, this was so much fun. 
So I kind of like that unique experience in each game. Right. But you but you definitely want the Brewster Cafe. <laughs> yeah, Brewster Cafe would be awesome. I would love to have um, some kind of gyroids that you can set in your house. Besides just the guy that's like, you know, doing the construction money collecting. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, and some of the really like... Like, you used to be able to have these really fun, like, pokey hats with horns. Because you had horns as a, the first characters. Instead of, like, being more humanized, you kind of were, like, this little creature. So I think that'd be fun to kind of have a throwback outfit meant for, like, the old school Animal yeah. Crossing characters. Oh, my gosh. That would be so fun. And so cute, too. Like, uh, oh, my God. Animal Crossing is just so cute. I can't get over it. Like, that is, like, the main appeal of the game. And speaking of cute, who was your first villager? That you can remember, I guess. Oh my gosh, my first villager that I can remember. Honestly, I remember having Chief. And Chief's just like this like wolf guy. And he I think he has like a really big deep voice. Um he was probably the mo the most memorable. I also remembered having this really like fat bear that I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who he was though, but I'm just looking up Chief right now. I'm <laughs> just seeing because I don't think I've ever had Chief um oh yeah this guy he's he's a cranky villager yeah he's a cranky one yeah so he's got like the deep blah 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 blah, blah, blah voice right yeah oh my gosh um and then um do you keep your island name i guess or like village name the same across all of the games or do you change it up oh i definitely change it up um i wouldn't even be able to tell you what my first village name was it could have been like something like apple for all I know. And now it's mushroom, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> just changing with all the foods. <laughs> just have a yeah, village named exactly. Parrot at one point. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Um and then so so who's your who's your favorite villager right now? Oh man, that's a good question. Um I would say my favorite villager is probably Bo. Um he's Aww. the lazy the lazy deer. Um, I tend to really like the lazy villagers, same with like Zucker and um, Weber and stuff, just because I find that they're just really chill. Um, and they always just make me laugh with the little things they say, like they talk about, oh, I was going to give you food and then I got rotten in my pants or something. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so <laughs> I always laugh at what they say. They're, they're nonsense. And what about you guys? What about you guys? Oh, my gosh. Um, my favorite currently has to be mine is Tangy like full stop um ever since i got her i have stopped paying attention to the other villagers <laughs> as much. Oh. i literally only give presents to tangy these days like she has a she has an orange as a head like come on you know <laughs> they can't they can't do that <laughs> my favorite right now is probably Audie. But I've I'm very torn between also Zucker and Bo because I have all three of them on my island. That's such I literally have all three of them on my island too. So that's, that's amazing. So See, we have great taste. <laughs> Tangy's amazing, and I, I need to I need to trade out one of my villagers for Tangy as well. <laughs> I also like the um the Pharaoh cat girl. I can't remember her name. Anka, yeah. Anka, Anka, yeah. I would love to get her one day. She's so cute. Yeah, I think she's a snooty villager. Oh my gosh. Um, I really want Zucker. But I've never come across him yet. It's sad. If mine starts moving out because I decide I don't want him, you can have him. <laughs> Why would you not want Zucker? Just like I don't know, maybe I'll like go for a different island design or something like that. Like if I come across Lucky. Ooh, or we could trade Tangy for Zucker eventually. 
like just. I feel like they need to meet actually, her because Zucker will try to eat her. True, and I don't know how Nick would feel if I got rid of Tangy. I don't think he <laughs> fair would enough. Like me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing is a very different situation when you uh, share share the same island with another person. Um, I just actually had this thought. You know what was something that I'm glad they didn't bring back from other games? What? Is um, other games, if you just didn't play for like a week or two weeks or three oh. weeks, your villagers would just move out. Yeah. Like you, you would load up that game and then you would go to see them and then their house would be like, or they'd send you a letter and they'd be like, oh, it's been nice knowing you. I'm on my way. <laughs> and then yeah. you just so never awful. see that guy or girl again. <laughs> And, and, and be heartbroken. You'd you'd play like maybe maybe you were a couple days over that, right? Yeah. You'd walk in and your amazing flower patch with all of your incredibly rare hybrid right. flowers would be completely destroyed because someone moved in on top of them because you didn't get to choose where the plot was. They just chose it randomly. It wherever was a brutal space. Game. Old Animal Crossing. So so we used to have to place like single block items in a grid across the island on <laughs> and leaving only one spot of the island unplotted so they would only move there. It was <laughs> hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like obviously now all of our listeners can tell that New Horizons is my first Animal Crossing game. <laughs> um but wow, I didn't even know like I knew that there was lots of differences. I didn't think there was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> damn. Yeah, it was uh, very cutthroat. Wild World was way worse, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wild World was one on uh, DS, right? Uh, I think so. Or it was GameCube. I'm not entirely sure where it was, but it's completely brutal. Um. I seem to remember time traveling either being impossible or really hard as well. <laughs> so yeah, that one, one was the, the DS game. It's it's one of the longest speed runs as well. <laughs> because oh they, it's like, it's I don't remember what the goal is. I think you have to get a maximum upgraded house and it takes like six real life days to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> and William, do you remember Rossetti? Oh my god, yeah. If you oh. don't save the game, you're screwed. Every uh, time you load up the game, if you accidentally turn off your game or your DS just shuts off, this, like, mole, you've probably seen it in Smash even, that mole will just come up and talk to I you know, and yell Rossetti. at you. And yeah, it's so <laughs> annoying. As, like, a 12-year-old kid that accidentally, like, turned off my game, I was pissed. He is still in the game. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I don't know. Where is he? He, he, you know, he does, you know, like, the, the rescue, rescue service. Yeah, the yeah. island rescue service on your phone. If you If you use that, he'll start talking. So okay, he's, so that's he's kind secretly of nice... in there. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's like a little cameo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've never had to be rescued on my island, so obviously. I, I just did it for fun because I heard he was in there. <laughs> cool. So do you think, like, all of the easier features, like, obviously, villagers not moving out on you, um, being able to autosave, do you think that's contributed to, like, a lot more people getting into Animal Crossing now? Um, honestly, I don't think that's contributed to it at all. I literally think the only reason why people have gotten into Animal Crossing is because um, I think the Switch has been so successful and with um, everyone being in, inside more um, and having more time, um, I think that definitely allotted to it. And then plus, you know, just its popularity and its surging um, populace on like Instagram and Twitter, um, it spread the world way more than you could have done back in 2005 with like the Nintendo DS animal crossing it was a lot more like 
a secret a secret kind of group you were part of if you were the Animal Crossing like wild world <laughs> group. <laughs> and do you like do you prefer like having that little secret group or like little niche group or do you like that it's more widespread now? I think I think the wi- the more widespread the better because I think then um, it's just going to get treated um, treated better by the company. Like the company will put more work into it, put more like DLC or um, new events into it. So I think that's definitely a more positive part of the game. Yeah, I mean, Animal Crossing New Horizons was uh, nominated for Game of the Year award. I think for best online multiplayer game. Um, do you? Th- yeah, <laughs> William's laughing now. Do you think that that was a justified nomination? Um, okay, this is my idea about that. So I don't necessarily think that it's it was the best online multiplayer because I find that the online aspect is so particular. Like, you have to invite your friends. Um, whereas other Animal Crossing games, you used to be able to, like, go to an island and just meet with, like, random people. So you can meet with people from, like, Europe, from, like, Japan, from America, um, which was a really cool a- element. So I think that's a lot more online multiplayer than just inviting your friend down the street to your house i have to correct myself i just looked it up and it actually was only uh a word it was for best multiplayer game not online multiplayer game but still you have to be online or connected wirelessly to some extent in order to play it with others so i think your point still holds up um do you think that i spoke during the pandemic it's animal crossing has helped a lot of people with just like more than just being a game to play like I saw some articles recently where people say the Animal Crossings improved their mental health. Do you have any experience that could speak to that? Um, I don't personally because I find that I don't um I don't play a lot of video games to help anything besides boredom. Like for me it's it's a very like I play it to enjoy the moment. So I guess it's good I guess to as a distraction. Um I think the nice thing about Animal Crossing though is it does provide um a sense of like feeling like you belong somewhere and you kind of have like goals you have these villagers you know that are talking to you and the social aspect of that i think is really nice for people and i've enjoyed it too like i've enjoyed you know your villagers are your friends right um in your game so i think that could definitely help people yeah um so when you you're making your island um your island has changed like a whole lot since like the last time i visited uh do you use like any like sh- like corner cutting like methods like time traveling or like online apps like Nookazon to get the furniture that you want or do you just use what you come across? Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about you guys, but um I have this kind of thing um with me and some of my cousins and my sister. We do not time travel. Some of Whoa. us. I've never time traveled <laughs> in Animal Crossing in my life, so what? Um isn't your island like incredible? No, nope. <laughs> it's not. I thought it was. Um, because I, I used to play it like a whole ton and then I definitely took some breaks. Um, so I would say like part of it's mm. good and then the rest of it's kind of like, you know, in the process of being built. Um, okay. I have a lot of flowers though, like tons of flowers. Me too. I I need to go check my island now. I just remembered. I forgot to I forgot to cordon it off, so my island is probably ruined. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I haven't played in a while. But do you guys um use like Nookazon or time travel or anything for to get things done? I mean, Nick uses time travel quite a bit. We 
had a lot of hesitation to do it because uh we you know read up on all the consequences um your villagers could stop liking you and um you know if you have turnips they'll get rotten (laughs) um Mm -hmm. yes um but uh we do it in small doses now especially if there's any visits that's what we mostly use it for if like celeste comes by um we have this system essentially where we list uh celeste visits on nookazon so essentially uh we charge people like almost fifty thousand bells just to come visit our island and talk to celeste and like so many people come to do that and it's it's more than just like a money-making thing because like the experience and like the social aspect of just like random people coming to your island and saying oh my god i love your island it's so cute and beautiful it's just like it's it's rewarding and it's really nice and if all they're doing is literally just like coming to talk to someone then it's very low stakes and just like really relaxing (laughs) i i have used both extensively um i time travel in a way that makes it so if you check all of my achievements you can't tell (laughs) (laughs) sneaky um that was that was the only way i was going to be okay with myself doing it new leaf was really easy to time travel on um i i did that all the time as well but you have to be careful there because like we said it can destroy your your island um but i usually time travel like a day at a time so I'll finish everything in one day, and then I'll go to the next day, talk to everyone, finish that thing for the whole day, talk to the next person. And I did that for a while because I was gaming the turnip system. Right. And I was trying to use one of the turnip calculators online to find my pattern and to calculate when I'm going to have the highest sales. Oh. Um, so in the end, I happened across, I think it was a turnip price of like 500 That's something. awesome. It was it was it was phenomenal. I was so happy. I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay, so I sell my half island full of turnips, become a billionaire really quickly, <laughs> um, and then I hopped onto the turnip exchange, and I charged people two nook miles to, uh, two nook mile tickets to come and sell their turnips there, and I will never need another nook miles <laughs> ticket ever. Is that a, again. is that on the Reddit? Page two? Like, there's a Nook Miles Reddit. uh, The Reddit page is pretty... Oh, the turnip one, yeah. Uh, There's a website, though. There's a website, though, that's really, really nice. Uh, I think it's by Warp World. Those guys are awesome. Uh, You you can join their Discord, and it, like, verifies it. And then you can say, like, oh, only Discord verified people, and then you won't get scams. Uh, I had a bunch of people trying to scam me. I didn't really care. I just wanted people to give me tickets. (laughs) Wait, so how would they scam you? Um, They just, like, run through the gate. And oh, they don't I pay see. You. I, I I didn't even stop them. Just like yo, you gotta pay, and they leave. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> but I I I've got like 300 something tickets left, so I I'm not really worried. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. I I definitely like to use those systems because if I can game it and I can get that stuff that's usually annoying mm-hmm. to grind for, I can focus on making my island look great, which I'm not good at. No, I feel you. <laughs> you have to put a lot of time and thought into making the island look like nice and unified and get ideas from you know different places and people yeah cottage core (laughs) (laughs) that seems to be the like the most popular or one of the most popular themes to do on the island it's so pretty it is rachel what is your personal favorite look or like feel for the island that you um so, so okay um usually in the past i haven't really had a specific like look for my islands but in this one i really wanted it to be like a 
in the future, I want it to be like a traveling around the world. So my next goal is to get like all the pyramid stuff and like the sand yeah. items and have like an area where it's just like sandy and, you know, have the, the floor look like sand. And then I want a place that's like very icy looking um, right next to it to kind of be like a, whoa, why is it ice and why is it hot? Like over here. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I think you yeah. have to get the items from Gulliver to get all the like around the world items, right? Yeah, I think, or like find his, um, what is it? Is it like the rusted, not the rusted parts? It's like the communicator the, pieces. Yeah, the communicator, yeah. right. Yeah. But that's do my you have any? Do you have any favorite items that you like to use or a favorite flower even? Oh, goodness. Um, I, for items, I kind of just, I like a lot of the kitchen stuff. I'm going to be real with you. Um, I like the things like that, like the microwave, you know, when you click it and like that spins, you've got the, the, the toaster and a little piece of toast pops up. I kind of like all the things that are very, um, uh, you can kind of touch and they'll move. Uh, I also really like the art pieces, like a lot of the, um, sculptures and stuff. I think those are really cool touches in the... Okay. Something I want to ask both of you about the art pieces is that what are your thoughts on using fake art pieces on your island? Yeah, absolutely. Like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, you you could even you could take it a step farther and just buy the real one and then buy the real one again because for some reason he has interdimensional yeah. powers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I I think it's really funny to load up on Mona Lisa's. <laughs> this is my Mona Lisa room. Who painted the Mona Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> I I remember uh, I I did a dream tour, right? You can get in the the dream, but I'm not really uh, well versed with that thing. I don't really know how it works. But one time I had ended up using it just for fun, and there was an entire like it was like the northeast side of this guy's island was just fire and Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Just as many items that are burning, like the the bonfire, the fire, the like the little campfire, um, tiki torches, everything, just fire and Mona Lisa. I didn't <laughs> understand it, but I was very appreciative of it. That's so out of the box. There was some commitment there. It, it was great. I I just want to do that now. It would look horrible, but it looked awesome. He's got Da Vinci working overtime on uh, that. Absolutely. Well, and some of the fake items too. Like they can have the haunted. Like after after the sunsets, right? Like they can you can click it and it'll like shake or lift. What? Oh, haven't you heard of that? There's like no what? what? Oh, so they're called. I think they're called like the haunted art or like the haunted sculptures like i know there's that one creature and it kind of looks like this little alien type thing and if you if you touch it at night if it's haunted if it's a haunted version it'll like levitate and then it will go back down you should search it up wait so random so art has a chance of being haunted yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it was if it's fake i don't think it's if it's real it's always if it's fake what that's i didn't know that what the hell yeah oh my god Okay, so this totally this totally makes sense because I used to have I think I think it's called the wistful painting on the island and it's like the one where like a girl uh I think she's wearing like she's wearing like a cloth I think on her head and she has her eyes open she's kind of looking downwards and then at night her eyes were closed and now yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. So if I had touched it, it would have levitated? No, 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 no. So that's oh. for her. It's just going to be like eyes closed at night. 
But there's this one statue, I'm just giving an example. I don't mean that everything levitates, but there's like that one statue. And if you click on it, it'll like levitate in the air and then it will go back down. Yeah, it says here the the ancient statue will float and the eyes will offer a subtle yeah, glow. Yeah, right? Creepy. One of the paintings has a stain that looks like a dead body. Oh my god, this is terrifying. <laughs> what? I need to go... Okay, so there are fake ones, and then you can also find fake haunted ones. That's so That just freaky. makes me think about, like, what the hell red is getting up to (laughs) like there has to be how does he acquire haunted fakes i mean that's that's been the the question from the very beginning is how is he even getting this art right like he he's been a figure in animal crossing for a while no one knows what the hell he's doing though shady guy he's the real villain of animal Mm -hmm. crossing probably yeah although everyone i didn't know you guys knew about that though i thought because it was like really big around halloween I didn't oh, play okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, there I, is. I yeah. totally like Nick and I totally regret it because there's so many like mushrooms and like Halloween items that we missed out on that we wish we had now. So I have to go back and collect all the mushroom items. <laughs> there you go, time travel. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Rachel, I won't. Uh. I won't keep you that much longer because I know you have places to be. Okay. Um. But I just want to thank you so much for coming on to the episode um it's been such a joy having you honestly this we should make this a regular thing because you're such an awesome guest yeah it's been an honor to be on here i'm so excited and i love i love all the questions you asked and what we talked about so it's been great i'm just so happy to be here with you guys and talk with you guys this has been so much fun so of course thank you rachel we love you um we love love having you and we love you (laughs) okay um well we'll talk more soon okay talk more soon okay Bye. 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 Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you're new to the S Rank, uh, please watch our other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or our website, triplestudios.ca. But if you are a loyal S Ranker and you've been around for a while, I'd like to hear from you. What guest from season one would you like to see in season two? And as always, just follow us on social media at the S Rank Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks and see you next week.